Welcome to Real Estate Appraisal. An appraisal is defined as an estimate or opinion of value. They're frequently used for pricing, financing, leasing, or protecting property. Appraisals are governed by the uniform standards of professional appraisal practice. The Financial Institutions Reform, Recovery, and Enforcement Act of 1989 requires that all appraisals performed as part of a federally related transaction must comply with the standards. Appraisals are to be performed by state licensed or state certified appraisers. Listing agents prepare a competitive market analysis, also called a CMA. A real estate agent will list nearby properties similar in size that have sold recently. This demonstrates what buyers are willing to pay. Also, they list the properties similar in size and location that will compete with the seller's home. Expired listings can also be useful in determining what buyers will not pay for a property. The seller, though assisted with this information, ultimately determines the offered price and establishes the listing price. As an agent to the seller or buyer, it's important to avoid the use of the words worth or value. The CMA simply shows what other buyers have paid willingly or have not paid. It's not to be confused with a formal appraisal. A broker's price opinion may also be used depending on the state the property is located in. Again, this is just an opinion of value for a given property. Broker's price opinions are requested by banks at times. They could also be used by a relocation company to verify a property does exist. Let's discuss value. This is the relationship between a desired object and a potential purchaser. In terms of appraisal, it's the present worth of future benefits derived from the ownership of real property. What characteristics must a property have to be of value? There are four of them. First one, demand, also known as need. The need must be backed by the financial means to satisfy that need. Second, utility, which is the capacity to satisfy human desires and needs. Third, is scarcity, the state of being scarce or short in supply. Fourth is transferability. Ownership and possession of the property can be conveyed from one person to another with relative ease. The acronym DUST is used to remember these four characteristics. Next, we will cover the different kinds of value. Market value an opinion of what a property would sell for in a competitive market based on features and benefits of a property. It's used to estimate the selling price and is determined by what buyers have paid for a similar property. Assessed value. The dollar value assigned to a property to measure applicable taxes, typically based on market value. Insured value. This is the cost to rebuild a structure from the ground up.
book value. The value reflected on a balance sheet. It's the cost of the asset minus depreciation. Mortgage value. The worth of the mortgage on the home. It's the percentage of market value on which a lender will make a loan. Salvage value. The estimated resale value of an asset after it has been depreciated. It's also known as residual value. Condemnation value. Condemnation is a process by which private property is taken for the purpose of public use. This is the value on which compensation is paid for the property that has been acquired by eminent domain. Depreciated value. It's used as a tool by accountants to allocate costs based on level of activity and passage of time. It's also an income tax reduction in certain cases. Let's go back to market value. Included in its definition are some key points. Payments must be made in cash or its equivalent. Market value is the most probable price a property will bring. Buyer and seller can't be related or acting under pressure. A reasonable length of time must be allotted for the property to be exposed in the open market. The buyer and seller have to be well informed of the property's use and potential. This includes assets and defects. You should know that market price and market value differ. Market price is what a property has sold for. Market value is an estimate based on comparable sales and other important market data. When there are improvements on a property and its highest and best use of land is implemented, the cost and market value may be equal. But again, cost doesn't represent market value. In the next section of this podcast, we will cover the external forces that influence value and principles of value. First, we'll focus on the external forces of value. Real estate can be created, changed, or destroyed in part by the interaction of four forces. They're referred to as externalities because these forces exist outside the property and are not in the property owner's control. They include physical, economic, political, and social. We'll go through each and give some examples. Physical externalities include the topography of the land, the proximity to rivers and streams, water qualities, and the climate, all of which can influence property value. Political and governmental externalities include building codes, zoning ordinances, government-guaranteed or government-insured loans, tax burdens, and safety codes. All of these are political externalities. Next, we'll look at economic externalities. These would include wages, availability of employment, interest rates, inflation, salary levels, dependence on one major industry for jobs, or the broadness of the economic base. These are all influences categorized under economic externalities. 
Next, we have social externalities. These externalities include birth and death rates, population growth and decline, demographic trends, family sizes, crime rates, environment preferences, divorce rates, lifestyles, and lifestyle changes. These are all social externalities. Now let's move on to the principles of value. The first principle is the highest and best use. This is the most optimal use over time, the most profitable use to which the property can be adapted, also the use that is likely to be in demand in the reasonably near future. Next principle is the principle of substitution. This principle states that the maximum value of a property tends to be set by the cost of purchasing an equally desirable and valuable substitute property. It's the basis of the sales comparison approach and a CMA. The principle of substitution is inherent in all three appraisal methods. People are always comparing one property to another. The next principle is the principle of regression. This principle states that the presence of lesser properties will adversely affect the value of greater properties. Next, we have the principle of progression. The value of a lesser property will be positively affected by the presence of greater properties. The next principle is the principle of contribution. The value of a component part is measured by how much it adds or detracts from the value of the whole property. The next principle is the principle of competition. This states that excess profits breed competition, which will tend to decrease profits. The next principle is the principle of anticipation. This is the expectation of future events affecting today's value. The last principle is the principle of conformity. Values will be more stable in an area of similar properties. This is the reason for zoning regulations. Before we discuss the first approach to value, let's define keywords. Subject property, the property under appraisal. Comparable properties, the properties similar to the subject. These words help define the sales comparison approach. With this approach, an estimate of value is determined by comparing the subject property with recent sales of comparable properties. Every comparable property must be compared to the subject property. This involves adjusting the sales price for any dissimilar features. Comparable sales are best when they're limited to properties that are located in the same area as the subject property and were sold in the last six months. The principal factors for which adjustments must be made are categorized by the following. Sales or financing concessions. It's important if a sale is not financed by a standard mortgage procedure. The date of the sale. 
An adjustment needs to be made if economic changes have taken place since the comparable property was sold. Location. There may be an adjustment needed to compensate for differences in location. Physical features and amenities. Adjustments include age of building, number of rooms, size of lot, square feet of living space, landscaping, construction, fireplace, absence or presence of a garage, central air conditioning, and any other physical differences. Once the differences are clear, the appraiser assigns a value to each of these differences. If a feature is present in the subject property, but not in the comparable property, the value of that feature is added to the sales price of the comparable property. If a feature is present in the comparable property, but not in the subject property, the value of that feature is subtracted from the comparable property. The adjusted sales price indicates the probable sales price of the subject property. Since the sales comparison approach is essential in almost every appraisal of real estate, it's important you can apply the concept we just covered. That is all for real estate appraisal. This is your step-by-step -step real estate exam prep.